conference realignment is all over the map right now, and it's all based on football and football money. But what if basketball was driving the bus? You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Friday, August 5th, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels and Locked on Gonzaga podcast, the only daily shows out there. We're so glad to be with you. We are your host of those shows. I'm Isaac Shade. I am joined by the host of Locked on Zags, Mr. Andy Patton, for a great crossover today. And we want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels and Locked on Zags your first listen or your first watch every single day. Please don't forget that our shows are free and available anywhere you get podcasts. So go ahead, subscribe right now. For those of you watching, smash the like button and uh, you're going to want to leave some comments on this one. I can guarantee it. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Oh, man. Okay, for those of you watching, it is Fro Friday, as we do every Friday on Locked on Tar Heels. Andy declined because he's um, follically impaired. But not, that's not a okay. lot I could have done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's what's happening today. Andy and I are doing a crossover where we're both going to do a conference realignment draft. But here's the twist. Everything in the real world is based on football and the money. We're doing it strictly based on basketball. So what's going to happen? Andy and I are going to draft each a 12-team conference, so 24 uh, total teams, based solely on basketball. Andy's already got Gonzaga. I've already got North Carolina. It's kind of like the captains for the All-Star game uh, for the NBA, so that's what we're doing. Uh, I've got a nice quarter here from uh, Maryland. We're going to do a coin flip for first pick. We'll just alternate back and forth. And the cool thing is it's totally dealer's choice on how you pick which teams you want. We haven't set parameters other than it's solely based on basketball. So love that. And I'm sure Andy and I have some similar teams, but maybe in a different order. So Andy, you ready to call some heads or tails, my friend? I absolutely am. I'm excited about this. This is going to be a fun one. And Gosh. I will take tails. I'll take tails. Okay, here we go. Uh, it is heads. All right. Okay, so I'm going to take the first pick then because that's what I want to do as the winner. And we're going to start the first pick in the uh, Andy and Isaac Conference Realignment Draft. I am taking the Kentucky Wildcats. Right. Man, uh, I, I mean, this is almost a no-brainer to me. Like, this team is uh, all-time wins, number two behind Kansas. Mm -hmm. So many. 53 conference championships, 33 conference tournament championships, mm -hmm. second most national championships ever, eight. Uh, Runner-up for most NCAA I mean, it's just the list goes on and on. And NBA mm -hmm. draft picks and the Calipari of it all. And so give me Wildcats to start my lineup. Andy, what about you? What do you think about that? And where yeah, are you going? I, I think that's a great pick. Uh, obviously, for Gonzaga, uh, they just scheduled a game. Yes, with, uh, November 20th, right? No, November 20th. Very excited about that. I think last time you and I did a crossover episode, Pete Nance committed to North Carolina during the show. <laughs> that's this right. Time, not quite during the show, but very close <laughs> together yeah. with when we're recording Gonzaga, Kentucky, Calipari, Few. It's going to be a super fun game. I'm excited oh, about man. that one. 
Um, that would have been probably my top choice or my second choice. I was prepared to go with either them or Duke. Duke. So in this situation, <laughs> I'm going to take Duke. I feel kind of bad. I thought for sure you were going to take Duke for the rivalry. Uh, but Gonzaga and Duke have played a lot of good matchups. I think they're, you know, one of obviously one of the best programs the last 20 years. Uh, they're moving in a different direction without Coach uh, Coach K there. So that's something to monitor. But highest level recruiting them in Kentucky for the last decade plus uh they've been one of the highest ranked programs their ken palm median uh is five uh for the last 25 years <laughs> that is outstanding for their median ranking uh really really solid program I, i'm curious to see what their future looks like uh, without coach k but i have no doubt they're still going to be a top level program for for a very long time Absolutely. And I think that uncertainty with John Shire is what ultimately bumped them to two for me. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yeah, it's hard to think about that rivalry, but uh, Kentucky, North Carolina is so close as well. And yeah. I, I think it's just a way to thump uh, the little brother down the road there. <laughs> so um, I love that pick. That's where I would have gone with number two as well. Honestly, this next choice is the one I've debated over the most. And I know there's a team out there that has the most national championships in history, but give me the Kansas Jayhawks mm. with my next pick. Mm. Um, I, I know that UCLA has, you know, most all-time national championships, but they just, I, I know they're doing better now under Mick Cronin, mm. but Kansas has all the momentum, most all-time wins, just coming off the national championship, four national championships, six runners-up, 16 Final Fours all-time. Uh, they're just a cool brand. Mm -hmm. um, in a place where people are crazy for it. In LA, do people know UCLA exists half the time? I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I, I know there's some um, impending things, uh, punishments coming down, but I yes. think it's just going to be a slap on the wrist and they'll be right back to things with Bill Self, who's a young coach. He's got it rolling. Give me mm -hmm. the Kansas Jayhawks. I love it. I, I, that's that's who I would have picked. Uh, once again, a Kansas, obviously phenomenal program. Um, and I am... I am going to go with UCLA here, yeah. uh, like you mentioned. Uh, I, I'm close with another school, and based on how this is going so far, that's probably who you're going to take next. <laughs> um, but for me, UCLA, yeah, the, the brand is incredibly strong. I know that the the LA market is a bit tenuous, and they're obviously moving conferences. So a little bit like Duke, there's, a, there's more uncertainty in the future than perhaps there has been in the past. But UCLA has also been a bit down uh, in the last decade or so. I'm hoping they're kind of on the upswing. Uh, clearly, they made a Final Four very recently. Them and Gonzaga have had some very intense rivalries in the past. So I think that uh, a conference with Gonzaga, Duke, UCLA, you're going to have a lot of really good games <laughs> right off the shoot. So I'm very excited yes. about what that would look like. Man, absolutely. And I, that just makes all the sense in the world. You're bi-coastal now, but yeah. you're keeping your uh, your – uh, West Coast stuff in line, man. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is the school you alluded to, but this next choice for me is another um, historic team that hasn't been as good lately versus a team that is on the rise and has been going nuts lately. And so I'm going to take the Villanova Wildcats with yeah. my next choice. Um, I, similar to Duke, right? We're we're without Jay right now, but man, Villanova is rolling. Uh, they've just been doing all this stuff lately. Three national championships, one runner-up, uh, six Final Fours. Um, they're 19th in all-time wins, so there's not quite the, the level of history as mm -hmm. some of these others. But I, I want to get in early on the Wildcats um, <laughs> before you jump in on them. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, there's some talent to replace right now. But, man, getting yeah. that, that Philadelphia media market where they're, they're wild about it. That's obviously a consideration staying on the East coast there. Um, 
with with Kentucky and Carolina mm-hmm. and Villanova. So I'm going to take the Villanova Wildcats with my fourth pick. Yeah, I, I like that pick a lot too. They were definitely high on my list. Uh, but again, I, I was kind of debating if I was going with Duke, do I want to take another team that has a new coach right away? A yeah. little bit of uncertainty there. Um, they probably would have been my next pick or they were right there. But uh, the program that I'm going to take next is definitely lower on the historical rankings, but is definitely a very, very strong program right now. Uh, and that would be the Baylor Bears. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, probably a little early for Baylor, but I love uh, what they're doing. I love Scott Drew is a phenomenal coach. Uh, they've obviously yeah. had a, a ton of success very recently. National championship two years ago, number one seed last year before getting upset by some by who? heated team that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a very exciting program right now. I think uh, uh, getting a chance to add them uh, to this to this group right now gives us a really solid base of programs uh, that have been yeah. good recently and are hopefully going to continue to be good in the future. Yeah, man, I love it. I I was going to reach a little bit for Baylor pretty soon too, but Mm -hmm. you went earlier than I was willing to, and I think that's a great gamble uh, all in on Scott Drew and what they're doing. What I will do, though, is take the other team that I was debating on when I took Villanova, and that Mm -hmm. is give me some history with the Indiana Hoosiers. Mm -hmm. I'm going to slot them in next. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. they're back on the upswing. There's some good movement, similar to North Carolina, right? A a second-year head coach coming in. Um, Trace Jackson Davis coming back. Good recruiting. Um, In fact, Carolina and Indiana have the ACC Big Ten Challenge this year. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. when you you look at – all just everything that Indiana has had through the years, five national championships, a runner up, eight final fours, 10th in all time wins. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, I got to take the Hoosiers there. That's almost a no brainer to get them as my fifth team off the board. Absolutely. Uh, how can you go wrong with Indiana, right? Yeah. <laughs> the the key, basketball mecca, Hoosiers, all of that. Yeah. Like it, it makes a ton of sense. Um, I'm going to go with the other program that I was thinking with my last pick and that I thought there was a chance you were going to steal from me right there. Uh, a program that's a little bit on the downswing lately, not expected to be a phenomenal program next year. Another team the Zags have on their calendar. Maybe I'm just uh, have the have the non-conference <laughs> schedule on the brain. Uh, but I'm picking the Spartans of Michigan State. Uh, yes, dang it. One of the top <clears throat> programs of the last 25 years. Yep. Again, they're a little bit down right now. Yep. Uh, Izzo's, you know, not going to be coaching forever, but it's still a phenomenal program by and large. And I think a team that uh, really adds a lot of cachet to the conference. Yes, yes, that's so good. Mark Mark Izzo is Mr. March. Uh, Mark Izzo. <laughs> I got you, I got you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yes, Izzo is Mr. March. Love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, what a, and, and just love how he runs his program. Yeah. Classy, they do things right. And mm-hmm. he gets the most out of people. I, I love that yeah. pick. All right, one more pick before our ad break here. A piece and, um, oh, what, 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 what? I know. Uh, I want UConn. Give me UConn. Right, there you go. Uh, they're they're back in the Big East. They. I know it's another team that's more kind of recent with what they've done, but four national championships, uh, five Final Fours, uh, similar to what we've said with Baylor. Not quite as much history. Twenty eighth. The the coaching pedigree isn't uh, necessarily there right now. Right. Um, it hasn't been since Jim Calhoun retired, but UConn being back in the Big East, I think yeah. there's there's some good movement, and, and I just love their brand. Again, it's another Northeast brand that people love up there and, and has national recognition. So I'll take the UConn Huskies with my sixth choice. 
All right, I am going to close out the first segment with my next pick. First of all, love the UConn pick. Had them high on my list, uh, especially with them being back in the Big East. But I'm going to stay out on the West Coast. Uh, not surprised by that. Uh, I'm going to take the Arizona Wildcats yeah. here uh, to close out the first round. Uh, another yep. Pac-12 program. Uh, obviously, Tommy Lloyd and Mark Few, very strong connection. Lloyd was yeah. worked under Few for 20 years before taking this job uh, at Arizona. Uh, I don't think they're ever going to schedule each other, so this is a good way for me to force <laughs> it so that they have to play each other twice a year. Uh, yes. Arizona obviously has had a tremendous amount of success, and Tommy turned that team into a number one ranked seed last year in his first year. I think with his recruiting prowess, this is going to be a really strong program going forward. Absolutely. Oof. All right. We're going to come back in the second segment. Isaac and I have more picks to make. This is going to be really, really fun as we continue to shape up what our dream conferences are going to look like. But before we do, let me tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. There's also reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering info. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts that got you covered. Head to bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right. Segment two. Lady Patton, still Isaac Shade, locked on Zags, yes. locked on Tar Heels, having so much fun drafting our dream college basketball conferences. If we didn't have to worry about those pesky football programs out there, this is what those dream conferences would look like. Isaac, I believe you're up. I believe I am. Uh, quick recap. Here, here's Andy's team so far. Gonzaga, or conference, excuse me. Gonzaga, Duke, UCLA, Michigan State, Arizona, Baylor. That's yep. insane. For me, <laughs> uh, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, Indiana, Villanova, Yukon. I mean, this is ridiculous. Too. <laughs> it's loaded. And I'm going to add to mine another team that's a little bit down right. No, I'm changing my mind. You took Michigan State. I want their rivals. I want yeah. the Michigan Wolverines <laughs> in my conference. Yeah. Uh, and so give me that. I love Jawan Howard. He's got Moxie. Uh, he's got national cachet. The the Michigan Wolverines are, are rolling. They a couple of years ago had, you know, some, some shots at the national championship. There's the history of the fab five, all of that. Mm -hmm. I know there was some of it vacated. <laughs> you got to <Sure. laughs> deal with that, but still, I mean, this team, uh, yeah. Give me all the Michigan Wolverines. I love it. National brand. Love it. Yeah. That was who I was going to take. I was like, Oh, is he yes. not going to go with Michigan? And then you did. Uh, I totally understand it though. A high quality program, of course. Um, since you're going with Michigan, I'm going to go with another one of their rivals, another program that has been very good for a long time, although not in the best spot they've ever been lately. Uh, that is the Buckeyes of Ohio State. Yeah, uh, They're a top 10 program in the last 25 years. Uh, obviously, Big Ten powerhouse. Uh, again, it's been kind of good, but not great in the last few years. But I have little doubt that they're going to turn things around and be a really quality program for a very long time. Yeah. Man, that's a great call. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I will take, man, this is where it's just like uh, you're picking and choosing and I'm jumping around now. Yeah. I want the Louisville Cardinals. Okay, there you go. Give me some Louisville. Mm -hmm. uh, making me a little bit of a, 
not ACC homer because they've been Big East for a long time. But <laughs> yeah. um, Louisville, I know they had that 2013 national championship revoked, but mm-hmm. um, number uh, has two national championships, eight Final Fours. Really, it's three national championships. Let's see right. we can. Um, <laughs> I, I love having them in Kentucky both in my conference. If we don't yeah, have Carolina fun. and Duke rivalry, at least we keep that one. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, going to be really interesting to see how things continue to go with them. But again, it's another national brand. And uh, I, I think just one that's going to always be up there, plus just so much history with the Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely. I've been staring at my list for a while. I'm not 100% sure what direction to go. There's like five programs that I think are defensible to take right here. Uh, probably yeah. more than that. But yeah. I think I'm going to lean into another East Coast team, another team that has a history against Gonzaga, particularly in the NCAA tournament. Not a history that Gonzaga fans like to remember all of that much, uh, but that would be the Syracuse Orange. Uh, <laughs> they beat Gonzaga a handful of times, uh, obviously have been a phenomenal program for a really long time, are probably at one of their lowest points uh, right now, which is kind of why I was hesitating a yeah, little bit, yeah. but uh, I have a hard time not thinking this program will bounce back in some capacity. Uh, and, and I think adding them to the uh, conference that already has teams like Duke and Michigan State and Arizona, like this is going to be a really, really strong addition, uh, makes us a little bit wider coast to coast, which is always fun, too. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. As you said, the big question is what's going to happen when Jim Beheim retires? Yeah, exactly. But man, uh, just so, they, they've got they're cool, man. And the zone <laughs> is so unique and, and yeah. love that. I, I'm with you. Uh, we, we've hung around the Big Ten a lot today, and I'm going to go back there and give me mm-hmm. Illinois. Um, I'll, I'll take some of that action. Um, I just, it, oh gosh, it it just <laughs> seems to make sense. I know Carolina has some history with them, the 2005 yeah. National Championship game. They've never won a national championship, but they've come close, a runner-up. They've been in the national, in the Final Four five mm-hmm. times. Um, they're, they're doing well in the um, transfer portal right now. I think there's some recency bias to it for me. I loved Io DeSunmu a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know they got upset by that Illinois Chicago team, but mm-hmm. um, 14th in all time wins and uh, just ha- has a good Midwestern hold to it. I've already yeah. got Indiana and Michigan. And so there's some natural stuff there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they were definitely high on my list uh, right in there with, uh, with some of the programs I just took. So hundred percent feel you on that one. Uh, I'm going to stick with the East Coast. Uh, I'm going to stick with a new coach. Uh, That's been a a large theme of uh, coaches on their way out or new coaches coming in. Uh, But I'm going to go with the Gators, the Florida Gators. Uh, Todd Golden is a coach that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. Obviously, Gonzaga played him quite a bit the last few years when he was at San Francisco. Uh, He did some really good things with a program that does not have nearly the resources that Florida has. I think that uh, there's going to be some a lot of success early for that program under coach golden. There was a really great article by Matt Norlander at CBS about uh, golden and his philosophies. And obviously having that Florida money and that pedigree that that program has, I think uh, is going to make this a really strong team for the next decade plus. So I'm happy to add them to the conference here. Yeah. I think that's a great call. Loved the man, those back-to-back national championship teams. That was was a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm gonna go down south to the SEC and take some Arkansas Razorbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I I am a huge must bus fan. Like this <laughs> dude is cool. They're they're bringing some, back some of that Nolan Richardson era moxie that they had there. They man lost some good draft picks last year, but that's good for the program. They're going to be top, you know, probably top five this year coming in, and mm-hmm. um, do have that ninety four national championship, six final fours, a runner up finish. Yep. Um, the, the history might not fully be there, but they're, I mean, they're top 30 in wins yeah. all time. I love the Razorbacks. Give them to me. Yeah. I, I think that's a really good pick, kind of a modern pick, uh, similar to the Baylor vibes of like good now, not necessarily all of the history, but, uh, Gonzaga fans are obviously pretty bitter at Arkansas, but uh, <laughs> understandable why they would be selected here. Um, yeah. I'm going to stick with the West coast again, or come back to the West coast, I suppose, after taking a couple East coast teams. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon, uh, maybe a little bit of bias on my part for being somebody who lives in Oregon, who grew up in Oregon, uh, but we're talking about a program with really high level recruiting. Dana Altman just secured a huge pickup yesterday. We're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, KJ Evans, I think he's going to get Mookie Cook uh, back in the program. That's going to give them one of the top three recruiting classes in 2023. They haven't done as much on the court as they have done on the recruiting side of things. So that's an area where they need to pick it up, but they were in a, a final four or an elite eight very recently. Uh, they have that Nike money. They're a huge program. Uh, adding them with UCLA and Arizona gives us like probably the four strongest West coast teams out there alongside Gonzaga, of course. Uh, so balancing that out with some really strong East coast teams and some teams in the Midwest, uh, a nice coast to coast conference yeah, uh, with I a lot it. of strength kind of everywhere. I love that. Okay, two more picks each for Andy and myself. I love that Oregon pick, and I'm going to do something that will help my marriage and take the Texas Longhorns. Mm-hmm. My wife is from Amarillo. She's a Texan. Hook them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no national championships for mm-hmm. Texas. They do have three Final Fours, but man, I believe in Chris Beard. I love yeah. what he did at Texas Tech immediately, taking this program where it's nearly impossible to win, turning it around. So now he's home at his alma mater, can get anybody he wants. Texas is one of the biggest national brands out there. Um, And moving now to the SEC, and so I think that's going to be really interesting. Of course, we're in this different world where they're in my conference, so I don't know what I'm even saying about the SEC. (laughs) But, um, man, I I just think that's a huge get to get 11th in my my conference, Um, Mm. just from getting the Austin market, all of that. They're 17th in all-time wins. Cool swagger, burnt orange Longhorns. I uh, I didn't have them on my list. Uh, I definitely looked at them. I forgot to write them down. I might have taken them by now had they been on my list. Um, I, I love Chris Beard as well. I think that the program's on the upswing. Uh, so that's definitely a really, especially this late in this draft. That's a really nice pick. Um, I'm going to go with the team from the same state. I'm going to go with the team that is definitely more new blood than blue blood, uh, a program that I was thinking about taking last, but I'm honestly afraid you'll take them with your last pick. So I'm snagging them now. And that is the Houston Cougars. Uh, (laughs) A smaller program, obviously, than some of the other ones on this list. But again, we're talking basketball only. They are a powerhouse for basketball right now. Samson, incredible coach. I think this program has got nowhere to go but up still, uh, even after being so good last year. I'm really excited about the future of this program and would would love a chance to add them to a conference with Gonzaga if if I could. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, goodness. And you think back, there is that history with five slam and jamma. They didn't win national exactly. championships, yeah. but 
Hakeem the Dream and all that. And yeah, mm-hmm. if Kelvin Sampson hadn't got punished for what wouldn't even be an infraction now, what would Indiana be like? You know, yeah, like right. I, I know. just unreal. But man, he's got it rolling at Houston. Got Marcus Sasser back. All this great stuff going on for them. That's a wonderful pick, Andy. And now I'm fretting because I've only got one more choice, and I got several teams still on my board. Virginia. I want the Cavs. Uh, okay. Um, in terms of watchability, it's mm-hmm. like watching grass dry. It's miserable. But Tony Bennett is the man. Just coming off a national championship a couple years ago um, with with that crazy run where they had to win all those miracle games. But yeah. it's just such a unique system um, and just crazy enough to drive people nuts. Mm-hmm. He's a young coach. He's a dude that players believe in. He Even yeah. with that weird system, he brings people in. I think they are here to stay and around for a while. I mm-hmm. want the Cavaliers with my last they were, pick. They were the top team on my list for about five rounds. <laughs> I kept ignoring them and picking other programs because watching them is extremely painful. Uh, but I get it 100%. Uh, I thought for sure. I was like, I don't know if I can let them go undrafted. So I'm sort of glad you did it. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 I totally understand that pick. Uh, I'm looking at the rest of the teams that I have. There's about 12 still written down for me. I can't believe some of these teams are not going to get picked. Uh, there's a couple SEC programs that I'm like, yeah, they should probably go, uh, but I'm not going to take them. I am well. I'm going to take Tennessee. That's who I'm going to take. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Volunteers. I think uh, is kind of a snap decision looking at the list and the team that stood out to me. Uh, we'll talk about these other teams, I'm sure, to close yep, out the show. Yep. But uh, Tennessee, rich history in a good spot right now. I think when you're looking at adding to the end of the conference, that's that's the direction you want to go. Man, oh, these <laughs> conferences are ridiculous. Okay, yeah. folks, here, here's the rundown. Let me give you Andy's. Uh, Gonzaga, Duke, UCLA, Michigan State, Arizona, Syracuse, Baylor, Ohio State, Florida, Oregon, Houston, Tennessee. Wow. (laughs) And then that'll get it done. Matching up against UNC for me, uh, along with Kentucky, Kansas, Indiana, Louisville, Villanova, Yukon, Michigan, Illinois, Virginia, Arkansas, and Texas. Ah, man, if we could have a, you know, like an ACC Big Ten challenge with this of our two (laughs) conferences, that would be insane. So, Andy, looking at your list, who are a couple of the teams that you're you're can't believe they missed the cut? Yeah, I I think the top teams that I was pretty surprised were still around uh, are Alabama and Auburn. Uh, and, and again, we're separating football. I know that objectively, but it's yep. it's it's wild to see two programs that, like of that pedigree yep. still yep. available when you're talking about conference teams. But again, from a basketball perspective, I love Nate Oates. I like Bruce Pearl. I like what they're yep. doing uh, as coaches. I think that these programs are in a really good place. They obviously have huge budgets and can continue to recruit <laughs> at really high levels. But you know, the, the, the pedigree from a basketball perspective, it's not the same as like in Indiana uh, and some of those other programs that are included on our list. And then the other school, uh, there's a lot of schools. I won't go through all of them, but those two and Wisconsin, which I think also mm. fit that kind of bill of yep. like, yep. they're obviously a football dominant program, but have had a lot of success on the basketball court as well. Uh, they're also, I think the main reason I kind of ignored them is they're not the most fun team to watch. I know it's like Virginia, right? Yeah. 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 A little bit, a little bit like Virginia, but without as much pedigree. So I, I, I thought it made sense to let them go, but they're right there as well. 
Yeah, if Bell Ryan was still there, I I, mm-hmm. I would probably add Wisconsin, but I just don't believe in Greg Gard as much, and there's yeah. all that stuff with his players. I don't know, it was weird. Yeah, exactly. Um, a couple for me that that I really toyed with taking that I didn't end up. Uh, mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, I love Mike Bray. Obviously, what a huge brand uh, nationally. Yeah. Um, that's great. Cincinnati, Georgetown. Those mm-hmm. would be more historic choices. Yeah. Not doing as much right now. Cincinnati uh, has Wes Miller, a Carolina alum, at the helm in his mm-hmm. second year. Um, and then probably the other biggest surprise to me is maybe Purdue, Purdue. or Memphis. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some of those, um, but again, when you can only take twenty-four total teams, yep. uh, we're looking at these getting left out. And there's man, I mean, Oklahoma's on the board, NC State, Maryland, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Marquette, yeah. uh, Utah. Uh, yeah. I thought you might take Utah, St. John's, all the man. It's just it's wacky. Creighton's the big one. Creighton, yeah. that's a I'm man. Surprised yes. they're still around. Yeah, uh, LSU, obviously huge program there. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was tough to make some of those decisions. I, I love the Big East. And so for me, like I was like, uh, should I take Creighton? Xavier's still around. Obviously, Marquette, you mentioned them. Georgetown, you mentioned like Providence, uh, you know, is the program <laughs> yeah. that obviously had a lot of success last year. Ed Cooley's awesome. So it's like, yes. uh, you know, and then for me, I, I had a couple other West Coast teams on here that I was considering never super seriously. Like I didn't think BYU or St. Mary's were actually going to get taken because of how small these conferences are. Yep. Uh, yep. I had UW because of their pedigree and their budget and their location in Seattle, but they have not been a good basketball program for a while. Yeah, which so is it's hard weird. to really yeah. justify that. Uh, they need to undergo a coaching change uh, pretty soon in order to really uh, to kind of unlock the potential that they have there. Uh, and then I had USC on my list as well. Uh, I'm not as big of a believer in Andy Enfield as I think a lot of people are, yeah. but you know this team did make an elite eight recently. Uh, they've had top you know lottery caliber talent in in the in both the Mobley brothers, Evan and Isaiah Mobley, uh, and so they've they've had a lot of success. Uh, and and it was hard to ignore them. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we easily could have done two more conferences of 12 teams oh, each sure. without batting an eye. And that's that's what's crazy about this. And I guess that makes sense when you have 350 some teams in Division yeah, One. Exactly. And uh, yeah. man, that's great. What a great sport this is, Andy. I love it. Uh, what a great idea. This was folks. This was Andy's idea. Great, great uh, brainchild there. Mm-hmm. And so, Andy, thank you for this wonderful show idea. I'm curious, those of you listening and watching, what are your thoughts? Where did we get it wrong? Where yeah. did we get it right? Who should we have taken? All of those. Make sure you're letting us know what kind of idiots we are. But more, <laughs> definitely let us know where we were geniuses. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of both. Andy, yes. Andy, any parting shots for you as we uh, get ready to be done? No, I'm, I'm really excited about this. I'm excited about the upcoming college basketball season. Uh, it's been a, a long summer. It's still early early August. we got a long ways to go until college basketball is back. But I'm excited to post these teams on social media, see what people think uh, yes. at these conferences. I think this is a really fun exercise, and I'm glad you had the ability to come on and, and hash it out with me. Well, that's it for this week on Locked on Tar Heels. It's been wonderful to be together. Thanks so much for joining me. Please don't forget to subscribe, smash the like button. Uh, Cannot wait to read your comments about this show and these conferences Andy and I drafted. Speaking of which, you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow me at Isaac Shade. And you can follow Andy at ScoreZagsScore. Get more on the ACC by making Locked on ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper and the local experts of Locked on take you around the conference in 30 minutes, five days a week. I hope that you all have a great weekend, and I want to remind you, it's 
always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until next week, peace.